Welcome back to another episode of the Bush League Podcast. I am your co-host, Dalton Thompson. He is Zach Ashby. Zach, opening day, opening weekend has come and gone. We're out on the other side of it. Cardinals are are looking pretty scary on offense. Pitching pitching looks rough, but what are your what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, this offense is gonna be a just scary they're gonna be a problem yeah they're gonna be a problem problem. face um i mean one through nine is getting on base every single time um as you can see over this um this past series like with the blue jays um i don't think there's there was one hitter that just didn't get a hit everybody hit um all around like really really well um the pitching yeah pitching um pitching is iffy um you know there there were some hiccups with with certain uh situations but um it's nothing that we can't overcome and that we can't fix during throughout the season so well um, and and to that point too i mean when your offense is performing the way that it is you know it's very hard not to take advantage of that, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. the team OPS is uh, number one in the league at, at 946. Red Sox right behind them at 240 or, or 945, but they just every at bat they look comfortable. They look they look like prep prepared. You know, that's obviously mm-hmm. all you could want in the team. They lead the league in hits right now. They're 53 for 149. That's batting at a 356 clip as a team. As a team, yeah. they are are hitting well above average. You know, obviously the uh, the the point of emphasis for batting average being an, an excellent hitter is is batting three hundred. Anything above that is really you know considered elite. So a, as a team, they are hitting the ball at an elite level. Yeah, this um, this offense is is wild. I mean, Noah Gorman. I mean, out of nowhere. I mean, just absolutely ripping he the ball. He was really – he was one of the guys we really didn't – we didn't really put hey, a whole lot of – he's on my comeback player of the year. About. You're right. You're right. You did call he's, that. Uh, yeah, Gorman. He's looking Ronnie, really good. Yep. Um, O'Neal had a had a bomb. Who else? Goldie hit one tonight. Yep. It's, uh, uh, it's fun to watch, man. Um but yeah, let's let's dive into this uh, this recap of the weekend. Obviously, sounds good. Obviously, Thursday, game one, opening day. I was actually in attendance at the game. It was a beautiful day. It's pretty windy, but the you know the uh, pregame ceremonies were incredible. Adam Wainwright comes out of nowhere and sings the national anthem. That was like crazy. I mean, everyone in the stadium <laughs> was surprised, and people were going crazy. So that was really cool to experience in person. Obviously, Jordan Walker gets his uh, first major league hit. That was awesome to see. And then uh, the Cardinals blow it in a in a dog fight. That game was was awesome from start to finish. Even though we lost, I mean, it was incredible to watch. Yeah, if if that's how games are going to go this year, it's going to be hard not to watch. Right. Know, 
it going back and forth like that that's that's exciting to see especially these two clubhouses you know organizations going after each other um you know the bluebirds decided they want to come over to the redbirds house try to you know sweep us they didn't but uh you know it it's just it's exciting to see like this is what we're going to be witnessing here for the next you know, absolutely two. i mean uh, it was it was insane just it's hard to lose a baseball game when you have 15 hits. The only way that that happens is if the other team out hits you, and that's just what happened. The Blue Jays had 19 hits uh, to our 15, and, and they ended up winning by a run, you know, which is uh, – it was very alarming that Helsley didn't look uh, as into form as we're used to seeing him, especially with the end of last season. You could tell he was struggling with command and – uh, you know, leaving the ball up and everything, which obviously played a big factor into the Blue Jays scoring late in the game. And uh, mm -hmm. it's tough to see. You don't, uh, and especially with Gallegos being day to day and them not using him yet, Hicks hasn't uh, been great. That first game, he didn't look too bad. Like he, he, he threw enough strikes to be competitive. That's what Ali said. But, you know, it, it's tough whenever every reliever you're bringing in is, is giving up a few hits and a run here and there. And that's when it really ballooned to this 10 to nine ball game. Yeah. Um, him and him, uh, Hicks and Helsley had pretty similar stat lines for that first game. Uh, Hicks had one inning, three, three hits, three un or two on runs, one base on balls, one strikeout. Uh, Helsley had one inning, two hits, th two earned runs and one base on balls, but no strikeouts. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, like pitching wasn't wasn't too bad. Michaelis starts out the game second uh, opening day he's ever started. He went that was that was tough. Three to and watch. a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three and a third. Uh, ten uh, ten hits. Gave up ten cow, yeah. hits. Yeah, five hundred runs and six Ks. And you know Zach Thompson comes in. He's looking really. He's really going to be a um, big. Big key to our success, especially yeah. being left-handed. He's he looks really I, comfortable. Yeah, his um his delivery is wild. Him and uh, he reminds me a lot uh, of Kershaw. Yeah, he like he tucks that tucks that pitch, and then you know there comes over the top with it. Kinda yeah, like Shane McClanahan. They all kind of yeah, have he, that um, same motion where it's almost like a catapult, you know, from front side to back. Yeah, him and um, Packy Dotton have pretty similar. Uh, yeah, like, like the as a hitter, there's a you know there's a difference between kind of a quick hit, a quick pitch and a fast pitch. Fast right. is like you know a fast you know 95 mile an hour, but for some reason, a quick pitch that gets to the plate seems like it's way faster, even though it could be a little bit slower. Right. Um, that kind of jumps from, out of the pitcher's you know, hand. Yeah. Before you know what it's on yet. Yeah, but um, yeah, Zach Thompson pitched good. Three Ks. I mean, we had in we had thirds. we had five guys with with two hits or more. That's mm -hmm. over half the lineup had more than a hit. Um, so it's very hard to lose baseball games when you have that many guys coming up to the dish and, and hitting. But I mean, I'm just going down the list right now. Donovan left four guys on. Uh, Jordan Walker obviously is major league debut, but he left five runners on. Goldie and uh, Arenado left to combine five runners on. So, I mean, you know, they, they had ample opportunities. They just they did not convert on any of them, except for Nolan Gorman. You know, he was the only one that didn't mm -hmm. leave any runners on base. So uh, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of crazy 
hearing you say that because Donnie went three for six with three runs, two RBIs, yep. and, and, and a ding dong, and Arnado, you know, goes two for five with three RBIs. It's it's kind of crazy to hear that because you're like, well, they were very productive, but then you hear, you know, you hear that, just and you're like, not, oh man, an opportune time. Imagine, yep, yeah. Wrong. It was just like a, a hit or two late, or you know, hit or two early. It seemed like it seemed like every mm-hmm. inning they they let off with a base hit or they a walk or something. There, it felt like the game always had runners on base for both sides. So, and for um, everybody worried that the pitch clock was gonna get in the way or or it was gonna it honestly didn't. It was still a three-hour baseball game. I I, yeah. I turned to Kristen while we were there and I was like, this game doesn't feel any quicker. You know, obviously, when yeah. there's a ton of offense, it, it there's a lot more going on. But that first inning with Michaelis, I would, I mean, that was 10, 15 minutes. You know, just just in mm-hmm. the first inning. So it was in that game at least. It that pitch clock didn't really have an effect. But as you can see with the progressing games, like the times are getting quicker. Mm-hmm. You know, which isn't. I'm all for it. I maybe. When we go to the games, I'd like to to stay longer. I'd like the game to last a little longer. But on TV, fly through that thing, man. I'm I'm totally fine if we get a five four ball game going into the ninth, and the game's only been two two hours and twenty minutes long. That's perfect. That you get action and it's right to the point. You know, that's at least for me. I I think it's gonna only be good for the game. Yeah, I didn't feel um, that way initially. But I, I'm I'm talked into it now more. Yeah, it's been a gradual from me being like, this is so dumb. Like, why would they want to shorten baseball games? And then you kind of realize like it's it kind of makes the game a little more exciting. Exciting because you now know you're that you you're paying attention. Yeah, exactly. And you're paying attention to the pitch clock, and you're like, oh, my God, is he going to get this pitch off? It's almost like uh, a shot clock in, in the NBA, right? You know, that, mm-hmm. that clock gets to five, and it's like, oh, no. You know, like it's they better get a pitch off or step off or something, you know. And um, an alarming uh, – stolen bases are up at an alarming rate now because mm-hmm. of the – you know, the um, they're only allowed two chances to pick off. Um the bases are bigger, so now there there's more of an advantage to steal. And uh, I saw the stat; it was like three times more uh, than year over year for this year. So it was three times more than prior years. So I think that's great. I I love stolen bases. I think that's an exciting part yeah. of the game that I'm happy for them to bring back. Yeah, and Wilson Contreras, he had uh, one of two uh, stolen caught bases. stealings. Yep, yep, caught stealings. That was awesome too. I mean, he was, yeah. it was just quick, you know, just light. And and that's something that obviously we were afraid we'd lose with Molina being gone. But there's just something about the catchers in St. Louis, man. I don't, maybe not Kisner, but you know, the good yeah. ones, I should say. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then um, I will say Contreras, that knee, uh, that 103 or whatever sinker. That was strong. That hit his knee. That was really scary because you're thinking, yeah. "Oh, well, man, we just got this guy, and now he's he's gone." But you could up hear a needle drop, dude. Everyone was like, "Please, yeah. God, no!" It was, God, uh, and in the moment, I was like, "God, just he can't put any weight on it." Like uh, it, you know. I'm nervous. I thought it was, it was a broken like, kneecap. I thought maybe like it, it ruptured something whenever it hit, and then he like mm-hmm. put pressure on it. Maybe it, it snapped. I don't know, but. Turned out to be just a bad bruise, 
and yeah, he sat out, sat out the next game, and now he's back in the action, and he looks good too. Through the first mm-hmm. four games, he he went five for thirteen. That's yeah, more than more than what you can ask for from your catcher, and and go through that knee injury. So very happy yeah, it, he is a cardinal. It is night and day um, offense for catching catching wise that has been in, in the last you know how many years. Right, but uh, I'm glad to glad to see that. Uh, but um, Bush Stadium, I bet the vibes were absolutely immaculate. It was insane, beer, dude. Beer was I mean, flowing. Chris, so Kristen and I went, and she loves baseball now. She's she's fully converted, diehard Cardinals fan, um, and she's still learning the game. Everyone, you know, every game we go to, she learns something new, and um, I'm still she, working on it. Oh, she yeah, she's still she's still very much working on it. But um, we had a great time. It it was uh, it, it was it was the perfect experience. I mean, it was, the weather was perfect. Uh, we tried out some of the new food they had. They have uh, a new chicken uh, chicken sandwich restaurant. It was awesome. But um, forty seven thousand six hundred forty nines. Yeah, so that's that's what. In- yeah, an opening day. That's what uh, that's that's what I was getting to. Sorry. So, um, Kristen's not familiar with how big the ballpark is, and she, I was like, "How many people do you think came to opening day?" Because she asked me, and I was like, "I don't know, probably like forty-five thousand, something like that." And she she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, I think it's more like 30. I was like, "Kristen, stadium holds Holy like cow. fifty thousand. <laughs> She's like, well, "I'm just looking around, and there's like no red. You can't see any of the seats. the The stadium is so full." That yeah. I, I would be surprised. I wouldn't even be surprised if the the record or the attendance was like closer to fifty. Honestly, it was mm-hmm. it was uh, packed to the brim. It was and yeah. weirdly enough, I don't remember if there was any COVID restrictions last year, but felt the stadium felt a little more full than it did even for like Pujols and Yachty's last first game. So it was awesome, though. I mean, it, it it was a great atmosphere. Everybody was was rejuvenated for the for the Cardinals. And uh, good, good game to be at. Yeah, and you know, one last thing on the opening day is, if I hear another Reds fan talk about how great their opening day is, yeah, I might. I've seen some I of the, the pictures. It looks, it looks sick. But what are they celebrating? That's the big thing. You know, think, well, that's the only time no tradition behind this. Yeah. It's like yeah, and uh, then the then the Houston Astros want to see our Clyde stuff. It's yeah, crazy. I saw that I too. It's because Jim Crane, the owner of the uh, the owner of the Astros, went to Central Methodist and grew up in St. Louis. Oh, so he yeah, has that yeah, yeah. tie to to Anheuser Busch. So that's a well, fun story there. But uh, yeah, uh, it, the opening day was perfect weather, especially compared to Game Two on Saturday. It was windy. It was cold. I definitely think it had an effect on Flaherty's performance. He went uh, five innings with seven walks and uh, four strikeouts, but he ended up getting the win. Yeah, no hits too. Getting giving up no hits. He didn't look bad. I mean, he 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 couldn't. His command was off. Obviously, he he was struggling with with his feel. But when it's cold and windy like that, it is almost impossible to to get a grip on the baseball. It, it's mm-hmm. and and if you're not used to playing in it, obviously Flaherty's been with the Cardinals, so he's uh, had experience pitching in cold games and whatnot. But it, if you didn't grow up in it, it's very hard to to get a to feel, you know, like that. Uh, the 
broadcasters were were uh, comparing it to trying to throw a cue ball, and it can mm-hmm. feel like that sometimes. So I definitely think that had a huge effect on Flaherty's command and his uh, execution on a lot of pitches. But came out of it and ended up uh, getting the win, a four to one victory. Yeah, he uh, Flaherty, one of three pitchers that came in. Hicks, Helsley came in again to end the game. Hicks goes one uh, a third of an inning in one earned run and three base on balls, and then Helsley came in with a save with two Ks. Yep. Total base total base on balls that game was ten. Um, I'm not quite sure how we won that game, but we did came out on top. Gorman Walker two RBIs each. Yeah, the um, young the young birds are uh, really looking awesome. Um, obviously yeah. in this game, Donovan and uh, Gorman. And then Walker had a couple hits too. That's one guy that we haven't really touched on yet, but Jordan Walker. I mean, talk about a guy who looks like he's been there. I mean, he's he's the five for sixteen with a double and a few ribbies. I mean, he he looks comfortable at the plate. He's holding his own like in the he's field. Yeah. I mean, he just looks comfortable, which you don't expect from a 20-year-old starting in right field for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he um he was uh he was kind of antsy tonight um against the Braves, but we'll we'll touch on that later. But um yeah, young guys coming out there doing their thing. Um, what else? What else did I have on here? Yep um, the uh the the birds ended up winning. Um, you know Verhagen looked good too. Um, it was mm-hmm. basically the same script they used for uh the first game. Mm-hmm. I think almost the same exact script. So. Um, it, it ended up being beneficial. They only gave up three hits as a as a team, and uh, all of the walks were limited to two guys. So I mean, that game, with it being cold and windy, they they actually ended up looking good. So uh, ended up getting our first win on Saturday, and then we turn over to Sunday. Um, hey, can I, can I, can I hit you with some trivia real quick? Hit, yeah, hit me with it. So Flaherty had seven base on balls, correct? Yes. Can you name one Cardinals pitcher who had ten base on balls in one game? I can. And I remember this it? game. It's Jeff Supon. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. I uh one that's of my like favorites. a weird weird memory from my brain, but I remember that. Ten ten walks. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy, isn't it? I, I, at some <laughs> point, wild. at some point, I'd be like, "He just doesn't have it. Let's uh, let's go get him." But uh, they stuck with him, and that's that's dedication. <laughs> but then we uh, we roll over to Sunday, and the birds looked awesome. I mean, from start to finish, they really dominated the game. Um, that first inning was electric. Donovan and Burleson go back to back. Oh my goodness gracious! It was electric. Man, yeah. Donnie, Donnie and Burleson go back to back. Then few few uh, batters later, Gorman. Yep. Gorman hits one. The first same of inning. two. First of two on the day. Yeah, I know. Wild. This is, <clears throat> that's when I kind of knew I was in. Man, this offense is. It's gonna be a problem. A top, this is a top tier offense. Quite I was. Honestly. I was. Uh, I had a golf tournament on on uh, Sunday, and uh, right before I was getting ready to tee off, the game started, and I, I turned on my phone and I saw both of them live. 
the uh, yeah back to back bombs. So that was that was cool. And then got updates throughout the round that they were whooping up on them. But that game felt like it went by pretty quick. I don't know what the yeah, that one clock was on it, but it it felt like from the first um you know the first notification I got it, it was two minutes uh, two hours and twenty nine minutes. So that's that's cooking. Okay. I mean that's a that's yep. a quick game. Nine innings. That's that's quick. Yeah, and uh, Dylan Carlson got the got his first start of the year. Um, went three for three four, hits three hits and one run. Looked good. Yep. He's gonna um, he's gonna get a bunch of starts this week. I know that um, we're recording this on uh, Monday. Um, we know that tomorrow Tuesday the the Braves have another lefty going. Then I think after him after him, I think they have another lefty right behind him, Jared Schuster maybe. So. I think yeah, uh, Carlson's and, uh, probably going to get a couple. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Matt's and uh, Michaelis are yep. our next two guys. But um, I'll be. Oh, I meant like just tomorrow's matchup. Yeah. Yep. I'm going. Uh, I'm actually going to be at the game tomorrow. I'm going. Oh, nice. Nice. Shout out, uh, um, Quentin. Shout out, Quentin, for the tickets. Yeah, but um, pitching also looked decent. Uh, Jordan Montgomery came out there and pitched five innings, had six hits. Uh, three earned runs, one base on balls, three Ks. I mean, got the W. Um, he looked I, good. I can't, yeah, di- yeah, he looked he looked good. He looked pretty solid. Um, Stratton came in, one K, uh, and then Packy not my dude. I love this guy. He's uh, two he's two and a third. Pivotal. Yep. Yeah, two and a third, uh, one hit and two K. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, I just him and Zach Thompson. I think those two. I think those guys are going to be pinnacle in this uh, leaf. Yep. Um, rotation. Our, our type two lefties. Thing. And then obviously, mm-hmm. if one of them struggles, we have uh, Henny, Hennessus in Hennessy. the uh, minors. So, you know, we've got mm-hmm. a, a good stable of lefties that we can rely on. Yeah. That's, uh, I, other than that, I mean, these birds look good. Yeah. That And that kind of leads us into the, the game tonight. Um, Cardinals ended up dropping it eight to four. Not a not an ideal game. They're kind of they, they were down from the jump. Um, Atlanta got up six to one. Woody didn't look great. He ended up going uh, I think three and a third or uh, four and a third, but he gave up seven hits, six earned. Not looking very dominant. Didn't look like his spring training self, but. We were we were kind of punching upwards the entirety the entirety of the game, so it was tough to it was tough to get out of that deficit very early. Yeah, um, we had a offensive wise, we had a lot of you know left on base towards yeah, the end again, of that game. That it's hard to lose baseball games with when you have twelve hits, but we did by four runs. Something's yeah, got to give. Yeah, we. Yeah. Man, yeah, because when you have a, such a great offense like that, and your pitching just just can't seem to find something to back you up, it's just it's really hard, and it's it. I'm sure it's frustrating. I'm sure it's very frustrating for these hitters to be like, "Hey, man, like we're backing you up." Like, right? You just got you got to give them something to give. You well, know? I mean, Donovan left um, four guys on. Burleson left four guys on. Contreras left four guys on. So we had opportunities, and I mean. Uh, Goldie and Arenado both had multi-hit games. Uh, Gorman had a multi-hit game. O'Neal, you know, guys are hitting. I mean, there's not a guy in our lineup batting below like 260. 
So that's mm-hmm. that's sticking it, especially you know first four games. We go two and two. Um, you know Burleson's four for thirteen. Uh, Donnie has two bombs. Gorman's got two bombs. Both happened in the same game. Uh, O'Neill's looked good too. He had that opening day home run. I didn't mm. think that was going to get out. Like it, off the bat, it was like the crack was loud. It sounded like it could be, and the more it just it just kind of floated out out in the right. It was a, it was just a laser. You know, mm-hmm. has the but, most uh, major league uh, opening day home runs. Yeah, in a row four, uh, three or four. Four. Was that his fourth? That's crazy. Fourth. I don't know why I didn't know that and why I wouldn't have bet on it. I definitely would have bet on it. <laughs> That's like the block of the century. <laughs> but, uh, yep, yeah, the birds look good. Um, they, they're they sticking it well, and that's obviously going to propel them uh, going forward into the season. Offense wins a lot of ball games, but then again, you know, our pitching's got to be consistent. We don't, we're not asking for for. for perfection if we've got guys every night that can score upwards of six runs that should do it you know just hold them to three or four and let's go home with a with a win so through these uh first four games who's who's your mvp are we going by game or just overall just overall over over the first four who do you have as as kind of the shining star that you're most impressed with to be my young guy, Nolan Gorman. Yep, hard to avoid him. Um, yeah, two bombs, six ribbies, six for twelve to start the season. That's everything you could ask for from your first round draft pick. That it's kind of been forgotten because of no uh, because of Jordan Walker. You know, so mm-hmm. we got to give some respect to Gorman for for really sticking it out. Um, and I think the the one stat that I was most impressed with is through his first 12 at-bats, he's only struck out twice. That's a pretty good sample size of the kind, the way he's able to look for pitches. I know that's something they're, they were kind of worried about and he kind of struggled with early on, but he's being selective and he's being rewarded for it. He's only struck out twice. Hopefully he can keep that pace up throughout the year and it's not, um, you know, it's not more of what they were worried about. But he's looked good. He's looked really good. Yeah, you definitely can tell he – he worked on like really, really hard this off season because you know towards the end of last year he was striking out and losing production, and then yep, I, I he probably you know just had that goal in mind. He's like, hey, let's not start the way I ended it. So, um, yeah, he he came out there at guns a blaze and then just was just peppering the ball all over the place. Well, I'll, outside I'll the go, park, inside the park. I'll go a little Jared Carabas on you, Zach Ashby. Do you have the balls? To say <laughs> that you're you would you would bet the over on Nolan Gorman thirty home runs this year? Oh, thirty you know home what? runs ga- season I'm, for Nolan Gorman. You know what? I'm a gambling man. I like high stakes. I like steak, and I'm gonna go with the over. I love that. Oh yeah, I, I could see that, I, and I I really hope that happens. I'm trying to look on FanDuel what his over-under is for, for home runs this year. I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to say it's 18. Yeah, I would say like 18, 16, something like that. Let me see. The over-under for Nolan Gorman's 2023 season was set at 16 and a half. 
Mm. So I'm smashing that. If that option's still available, definitely betting that. So 30 home runs, I think it's a possibility. If he keeps up at this rate, I mean, obviously he it's a it's a very hard rate to to keep up throughout the season, but if he can stay pretty even keel with where he's at, I think he could definitely hit upwards of 30 home runs. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to be able to do this during, uh, you know, April time, April's one of our hardest months, too. So if he yep. keeps this up during April, um, I mean, no tell when you start getting at, like, you know, nationals and stuff like that. He Another multi-home run, uh, you know, game. But, yep. uh, yeah, Nolan Gorman, I, I think he uh, really showed out this, this first series and really uh, – Really kind of opened my eyes and be like, "Hey, the young guys really is, uh, impressed." Is by, the, by this a the lot. dude? Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, I, I totally agree. So here's a fun game I wanna I wanna play, and we can check back in next week. Um, okay. Jordan Walker has not hit a home run as of Monday, April third. What day do you, and and do you think he's gonna hit his first home run between now? And next Monday, a week from today, and if so, what day do you think it's going to happen? So pull up your schedule and and see where they're where they're playing and who they're playing and who's pitching, because that's definitely going to go into mine. I think he's going to hit it on April eighth. That's not too far out, right? Nope that's that's between now okay. and our next recording time. Okay, April eighth, it's gonna be against the Milwaukee Brewers. Yep. Just because, you know, and then Eric Lauer. Be at, yep, Eric Lauer. It's gonna be at Milwaukee. He's gonna hit it left center. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> hit it four hundred. He's gonna hit it four hundred and thirty-two. Uh, I'm writing it down. Four hundred and thirty-two feet. Yep. This right. would be an absolute tank. Left center. What else did you say? 432 left center? Yeah, four, yep, 432 left center. Okay. Uh, and on the eighth against the Brewers. Uh, <laughs> my – Did you really? Oh, I thought you said yours was too. I no, thought yours said yours was too. That was one of the ones I had circled. Um, but I'll go with my other date just to be a contrarian. I think it's going to happen tomorrow off of a fellow rookie – Dylan Dodd. Mm. I think he's going to hit it off a lefty. I think he hits lefties better. Statistically, he's in the minor leagues. He's hit lefties way better. So mm-hmm. my guess is probably my. Here's my guess: tomorrow, April fourth, in the his second at bat, it's going to be a home run to dead center field. Oh, on the grass. It's going to go like four twenty six. <sighs> I think tomorrow's gonna be a slug fest too. I should have picked tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a high score tomorrow. I'm definitely taking the over. Yeah. Man, right on the grass or on the patio part? No, I think it's gonna hit the grass and someone's gonna jump mm. out and make a lot of money. Snag it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I, I never understood that. Like, man, that's like a milestone ball right. for somebody. Like, go and give it to them. They're probably going to give you usually, a bat anyway. Yeah, usually. Well, and usually, whenever uh, you know a rookie or or something 
hits their first big league home run and they get the ball mm-hmm. after they get him like tickets and a bat yeah, and whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's that's just part of it. So hopefully, yeah, I just hopefully I, I, teams are taking care of the people that are, you know, coming yeah, to see them and, and being in, involved in history. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, the guy who has to prove his ball. I'm like, he's like, oh, I was offered $400,000 for it. Right. Yeah, like that's a that's so be a like one. It's yeah, that easy. that's a one of how many you know people have hit that you know that milestone. What four or five? Right, four. Right. Yeah, four. Um, yeah, that's just I don't know. To me, that that's like let's know, just say disgusting. if I if I that's caught, disgusting in my eyes. If I caught Jordan Walker's first big league home run, I wouldn't go. I would love to, to, to get. Yeah, exactly. That that enough for me would be awesome. You know, having that and just be like, thank you, thank yeah, you for hitting this towards And me. then I'd be like, hey, I'm real estate agent. You ever need anything? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never hit uh, satin green seats before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be that would be my request. We get uh, got to come on the pod. <laughs> oh my god, that would that be would... yeah. That would be you. Got to be our first guest. That would be my only condition. That would be crazy. We know you're. We know you're listening, Jordan. Where are you sitting know. tomorrow? Do what? I said, where are you sitting tomorrow? I think we're sitting in the bleachers. I want to say. Ooh. I don't know if it's right center or left center, but we could be. Mm. We could be in a good position. That would be insane if that was hit to you. It's been a while since I've sat in the bleachers. I I haven't sat out there. Very real fans sit, Dalton. I know that's what you said. I don't know. <laughs> I I met a lot of real fans up in. Section uh, 342. There's good seats right behind home plate, a little higher up. Yeah. There's, and it's right by that new nice chicken. Seats. It's by that new chicken place. It's a Shaquille O'Neal branded restaurant. Is it pretty good? It is delicious, but it's uh, so expensive. I know they put Mission Taco in there and Freddy's in yep. that chicken place. Yep. Uh, we really everything like at the ballpark should be expensive. Yeah, this is this will be a draft later on, but um, they have those loaded tots when they put pulled pork on top, and then the queso and the whew, love I mercy. Home plate nachos, so good. Home plate nachos are always a go to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you really can't go wrong. You can't go and wrong. And the beer bats. Yeah, the beer bats. I saw a lot of those <laughs> on opening day. All in all, yeah. uh, Zach. Final thoughts. Anything you want to add on opening weekend, heading into the week? We can look at the uh, the preview for the next week before our recording date. Um, the Cardinals play the Braves uh, two more times. And then – oh, no, uh, one more time. No, two more times. I'm sorry. Yeah, two more times. They play yeah. them. They get an off day on Thursday, and then they turn around and start a three-game series with Milwaukee. Man, I hope we Sunday, them. Easter Sunday, Masters Sunday, um, and then on Monday they start a new series in Colorado, playing the Rockies. Thank you for Nolan Arenado. I hope they just absolutely annihilate the Brewers. Do I you have them. any predictions? You want to you want to predict the future on that? Too? What do you think their What do you think their record is this time next Sweet. Monday? Uh. Let's say we'll win tomorrow. I bet we win the Brave series. We're gonna win the Milwaukee series. 
probably lose one to the Brewers. Probably against Woodford. Uh, and we play we play Colorado the on the, the Monday before we record. Yep, pre-recording. Okay. Yep. We'll beat the Rockies. We'll I win, got them. We'll, I we'll got them next going four and, I got them going four and two. For the for this week. Yep, for this upcoming week, I got them going four and two. Yeah, that I would say that. Yeah, I think we we play we play what two three against the Brewers, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll. Watch I think we take the next two against the Braves, lose one of the games that Burns or Woodruff are pitching in, and then we beat the Rockies. Mm-hmm. That's what I yeah, predict. That, that sounds right. That's what I was. Yeah, I would well, agree with you on that. Zach, um, I got final thoughts for you. Chip Carey, phenomenal. I like it. He has like been it. incredible. Him and Brad Thompson together have been awesome. Him and Jim Edmonds, mm-hmm. he somehow has made Jim Edmonds <laughs> really likable again. So that's that's uh, awesome. But um, yep. it's been awesome. Like he he, I love listening to him. He's got this soothing voice. Sounds very professional. A lot of Edmund Edmondisms tonight. Yeah. Oh, a lot of. If you follow that account, I don't know if you follow that account on Twitter, but that that account makes me. There was a couple times where I like so loud. I looked up from what I was doing when he said something. I was like, (laughs) "What did he just say?" Yeah, but um, Chip Carey, you know, excellent. I love it. I love it. Him and Brad Thompson are phenomenal together. I love it. Um, I did get a lot of messages saying that they did not care for Chip Carey. I'm like, oh, you're out of your mind. I, right I've now. really enjoyed him. It's hard to replace someone like Dan McLaughlin, but he's, and it's so he's full been circle. Awesome. Yeah, he's it's so full circle too. With um, you know Harry Carey, he was a an announcer for, with Jack Buck with the Cardinals. You know, right? Right? Yeah. Yep. So you know, just came full circle. Hopefully, he doesn't go to the Cubs next. But, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed, he stays. But he looks. He's he sounded awesome. Uh, he's given really good insight to a lot of things, and and somehow makes it seem very relatable and not too over people's heads. Like he he takes in the mm-hmm. analytics side, but he also takes in the baseball side. So very enjoyable listen. He's got that broadcast voice too. Yep. Oh, big time. That very much like mm-hmm. uh, um, the guy who uh, in, in Major League the announcer. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Um. I can't even remember his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking. The guy who punched out Bill Moore. Yeah, not Bob Uecker. Bob Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker. <laughs> That's his name. But uh, yeah, he's got he's got that soothing voice. But really, really happy with how the Cardinals look coming out of opening weekend. Mm-hmm. It's got me excited for the season, and um, got something some some baseball to look forward to. So stick around, Zach. Drop our Instagram. Bush League official underscore. And our Twitter is Bush underscore League Pod. We have an email, not a, a, not a physical email. We have an email address for you to send <laughs> emails to. Sorry to get everybody excited. Um, but that is Bush League Cards Pod at Gmail. Once again, that is Bush League Cards Pod at Gmail. Send us questions. We love answering them. We love hearing from you guys. We want to do this for everybody. So your opinion can be heard and we can talk about it. So send us in some questions and uh, we will see you 
next Monday. So, Zach, we'll we're out of here. Sweet.